Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Fernando. I'm Randy. And this is the Dealing With Life Stuff podcast. Uh, this is a continuation to a conversation that we've had. And uh, we hope you enjoy the the episode. And I hope you guys are safe. Yep. Please uh, please stay safe out there. Protect yourself. Protect other people. And let's get through this together. I'm going to go back to the office. And some people are going to say, some people are going to be different. Mm-hmm. Right? Like very different. And some people are going to be worse. And some people are going to be the same. Yeah. Because some of them don't, didn't give themselves permission to be able to connect with their spouses, mm-hmm. to connect with their kids. Instead of saying, I have so much work to do. Everything's going to shit. I have to figure this out. I'm doing this for you all. When mm-hmm. you don't even spend time with their kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's asinine for sure. I, I think everybody should come back to the office changed because change is good. Change allows you to look at things from a new perspective and develop some insight from it. And it might change might feel bad at the time, but in the long run, it'll, it'll be good because it gives you the opportunity to learn from it. If you're willing to look at it as an opportunity to learn and grow to kind of circle back to your original statement and addendum. How do you think you give yourself permission? I think you just, you have to think, you have to consciously put in the effort to do that. It's not easy. You have, you know, sometimes it's really easy to let yourself be like, woe is me. Life sucks, whatever. It's really hard to say, hey, you know what? This is a difficult time right now. Here is what I need to do to get through it. And here are the things that I can learn from this right now. And then once you get out of that difficult time, you can reflect back on it and say, okay, this is how I chose to handle it. This is what went well. This is what didn't go well. And here is what I can now use from that time period, that insight I gained from that time period to move forward in life. That's how I look at it. You think some of us are scared of maybe what we're going to find? Oh, for sure. Dude, I I have a lot of good friends, people I love to death, who are in that category for sure. They're just right now going through like watching Netflix and binging or playing and playing video games. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're also why are they doing that? Yeah. yeah. I think that's important to like, you know, we we talk about the whole um, like winding down, like just chilling. Mm -hmm. That's the reason I consume content. Sure. Um, That binge one. I don't know about that. That's arguably not relaxing. Yeah. That was almost a chore. Having to watch all that, you know, on one go. Mm -hmm. But we won't talk about that. Um, (laughs) But it's more about like if I'm can every single day running towards Netflix and running towards this or that Mm -hmm. because I'm scared of what I may find looking into the mirror. Yeah. That's the problem. That's a problem. Yeah. Well, and I look, I'm not, I'm not going to ever talk down on someone binge watching Netflix. I, I do it occasionally. Like the last one I did was the Witcher on Netflix, which I'm a huge fan of. And it, but it even spurned me on to read the books. And now I've read five of the eight Witcher books since I watched that show but I think we need to look at it more as a reward for doing the things and creating the habits that we want to create within ourselves to push us further towards becoming the people that we want to be versus having that luxury become the norm because then it loses its, its luster too. By not allowing myself to binge watch constantly, it now becomes like a, a treat and it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you know what? I got a lot done this week. And I did all these things I wanted to do and I feel myself progressing towards being that person I want to be. 
I'm going to reward myself and be like, all right, I'm going to sit down and watch all of this show because, mm-hmm. and I'm going to not talk to anybody. I'm just going to let myself be and enjoy this moment. Yeah. I think for, for me, that, that specific show had like emotional connection to it. Mm. Cause there's a lot, again, I don't want to spoiler alert, right? Type deal. Um, there's a lot of things happening in that show that remind me of my own personal life. Mm. And like, I had that emotional connection that just, I was wanting and wanting more. Yeah. Uh, and I think if you watch the show, you maybe would understand it. Um, Wait, the Witcher or? Not the Witcher, the uh, All-American show. Oh, okay. The football show. Yeah. Um, one, because of the connection to football and me playing in high school and that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. also, uh, there's like a father and son relationship going on in that thing. Gotcha. It's so, like I was yeah. just, I was wanting that like so bad. Mm-hmm. And so watching the show was like, I need to watch the next one. I need to watch the next one. And we can finish it tomorrow. No, I'm finishing today because <laughs> I needed to take that closure. Yeah. Right. I think a lot. Again, not going into all of the psychology stuff, but I know I personally had an emotional connection to it, and I was seeking closure that I didn't feel like I have, like in my own personal life. Yeah, right with my dad, that kind of thing, Uh, and I was at least wanting that at the moment through the TV show. Yeah, I totally makes sense, and that that's a big reason I read. I've started reading more fiction again, is because I can, I can associate parts of my life with different characters and books and see how these characters are going up about approaching these problems. But being that you're able to see it from an objective perspective, it gives you and it gives me insight as being like, Oh, well, this is an unhealthy coping mechanism. And now I can recognize that Mm -hmm. unhealthy coping mechanism if I'm if I ever turn to it. And even in the last three weeks, I've realized, man, I have a couple very unhealthy coping mechanisms for stuff. And I've actually I've just cut them out just cold turkey and it's been it's been weird not having those things but i've really appreciated not having them too yeah and and i think it's also we talked about this earlier going from like the macro right Mm -hmm. so when i look at the we're going to just talk about a little bit about this like binge thing (laughs) um when i talk about the show like from a macro perspective okay i'm watching a football show i'm watching this but i back i'm like i went from what am i watching to why am I watching this? Mm. And when I start asking myself these why questions, I come and find out that I have all these other emotional attachments to the show that if I went to from what to what, I wouldn't have been able to discover. Mm-hmm. Because I would have said, what what am I watching? I'm done with this show. What do I watch next? Yeah. And I would know, I would just be going from like all these superficial conversations in my head of yeah. saying, how do I entertain myself? Versus why is it that I had such an affinity to the show Mm-hmm. And why is it that I'm just so enthralled with, with what I'm seeing? Yeah. Maybe they're just good storytellers. Most of the time they're not, right? <laughs> I mean, they are, but there there's more to the, to the story. Right. It's beyond surface level. And I think when you start asking yourself those why questions, you really start going deeper and, and come and find out that, hey, I don't know if I've had this personal conversation with myself about X, Y, Z. And I think when you start asking yourself those questions, you really start yourself discover, you know, the things that you're really going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, in this time in, I, we, we don't have a brunch to run to right now. Yeah. We don't have a, a happy hour to run to. Mm-hmm. Like allow yourself to just sit there and, and cope, uh, go outside, read a book or just think. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, let's dive into the why. Why do we think that's important? And I'll jump in and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. I think it's important to be asking yourself that why question and why it's important to be looking for self-discovery is because otherwise you'll be in the same exact position in five years otherwise. And if you're okay with that, 
great. But be aware that you're okay with that. And that's what's going to happen. Because if you're not okay with being in the same position 5, 10 years, 20 years from now, then realize you need to take action now to change that process and change the course. What do you think about that? No, I completely agree. As, as you're talking about that, I think about it, Jenga. Mm. Think about that why being that that bottom piece of the Jenga, Jenga tower or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you pull that bottom piece, the whole thing falls over. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and I think like I don't want this whole thing to fall over every single time I'm playing Jenga. Right. I want to be able to think and say this tower fell, which is the what, mm-hmm. why did it fall? Cause I pulled that bottom piece out. Right. Yeah. And I think as I'm, as I'm looking, as you're talking, I'm thinking, um, I'm also thinking about like the risk mitigation. Right. So, mm-hmm. Why is it that we can't pay the bills? Well, because we had a bad financial uh, responsibility. Yeah, or bad spending habits. Right. Or and or we've chosen a career profession that doesn't line up with our lifestyle desires. And so if you just keep thinking about that what, like you're always going to be trying to fix the what with a how. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't I don't know that's how life works, right? And I think it's super important to really find those whys because – that's how you're going to start fixing things and you're going to yeah. be able next time I'm binging a show, I can ask myself, why am I going through this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can say, okay, this is why. And then I can stop watching it. Right. Yeah. But for the, the other show, like I binged it knowing that I was binging a show mm-hmm. right now. I was completely comfortable pursuing that. Uh, but, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I don't know if people give themselves the, the, um, what's the permission. Mm-hmm to find out who they really are. Yeah. Uh, I think they have to be, they feel like sometimes from a superficial level, from an exterior level, they have to be who everybody thinks they are. Yeah. And they have to play this character. Yeah. Being who they think other people want them to be, whether it's your parents, your friends, your colleagues, your boss. And even, even deeper than that, I think need them to be. Mm. I think that's the biggest one because that's the one that really, like, for lack of a better term, fucked with me, right? Mm. Because, you know, the first couple of years after graduating and even going to college, um, I always thought about like, what does my mom need me to be? Mm. What do my friends need me to be? Right. And I needed to be strong. I needed to be this. I needed to be that. And those needs that I thought people were putting on me were the ones that weighed the heaviest. Yeah. Right? And they're self-imposed. Exactly. Because to me, I told myself, I, my mom needs me to be this person and this person is going to buy her a house. This person is going to buy her a car. Mm-hmm. This person is going to get her financial you know, ruin this person's going to get them, get her to retire early. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be that person. However, all those needs that I thought I needed to put on myself were really weighing me down. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until like, I really was able to like break down with myself, ask some sort of questions. Why? Like, yeah. To the point where like, where I was just crying with her and told her like, Hey, I, I can't be this for this person that you need me to be. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't need you to be shit. Like I just need you to be you. Yeah. I want you to be happy. I want you to, yeah. you know, pursue what gives you joy. And all of that makes me feel like you're giving me everything I needed to have. Yeah, and and that's a great example of the fact that you have someone who is who genuinely wants to be a part of your life, not in the sense that they want something from you, but they want you to be you, and that's what they appreciate. You might, you, there are going to be people who decide to be vulnerable, and someone's going to completely reject that. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing in the sense that now you know that this isn't the person you need to be around and that person is just not part of your life and you have to have the courage to say that, okay, well, 
then I'm going to cut off this tie and move on. And that's a scary thing to do. And it's a very hard thing to do, but I think it's an important thing to do because otherwise you're sacrificing your own happiness in life. And we only get one shot at this thing. So why are you going to let it weigh you down? Yeah. At the beginning of the week, I was joking with Brianne, like in a very, like, what's what I'm looking for? Um, sarcastic way, maybe. <laughs> but I, to- I jokingly told her, I was like, I wonder how, how much divorce is going to spike up. Once the quarantine is over. Oh, that's an interesting question. I wonder how many people are going to split up because of this and how many kids are going to, I don't know, like being closed in with someone, mm-hmm. like you're really going to find out who they are. Yeah. Uh, I saw a meme that said, uh, uh, I did not know that I was married to a person who said, uh, let's circle back. Because <laughs> like you hear people talking about yeah. like uh, conference calls and stuff like that, right? So I, th- I yeah. thought that was kind of funny, but... Yeah, I, I think these times are really, to your point, some ties are going to be cut and some you're going to be vulnerable and some people are not going to be vulnerable with you. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to reject you and you're not going to be able to run anywhere, right? Yeah. Everything's closed. There is no bars for you to go run into. Yep. There is no pool halls or anything like that. Nowhere to run no except strip the clubs. TV. Like there's nowhere for you to run. Yeah, except for the TV. And that's yeah. what a lot of people are going to run to, a TV or social media or the news or whatever, yeah. which is not which is not a healthy coping mechanism, y'all. No, not at all. Um, but, but yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how all of this comes for, comes about. Um, but from a positive standpoint, I think we're also going to see a lot of people grow individually. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know for, not for a fact, but I'm very confident in saying that there's going to be a lot of entrepreneurship that thrives in this time. Oh yeah. There's going to be a lot of new businesses, a lot of new ideas Mm -hmm. because people are going to go all in. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone's, I'm sure most people have heard about Shakespeare writing during this time or Isaac Newton. Uh, Yeah. uh, During the plague in that area era, Shakespeare wrote a play. I forget which play it was. Raven. Huh? The Raven. No, that's that's, all I know. That's Edgar Allan Poe. Oh shit. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, See, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, and Newton even worked on some stuff uh, because he couldn't go out. And I think a lot of people are looking at that like, well, I'm not going to do that. Well, why not? Why aren't you going to use this gift of self-reflection to do something that you've been scared to do? Have you ever heard of Bill Gates? I've, I I think the name sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah. This this guy, uh, what he does is he does uh, book retreats. Is it, I think that's what he calls them. Hmm. He takes a bag of books he goes into a cabin in the woods um i think he owns some property out there mm. and uh he self-quarantines for a week man sounds like a really humble guy once once a year he does that and he doesn't leave until he's done reading the books uh textbooks like i mean he's tackling like really big problems right mm-hmm. uh, this guy and uh like, i i remember reading about that and watching the documentary on netflix about him mm-hmm. so he's a famous guy uh <laughs> And, uh, okay, I'll let the joke go. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I remember thinking to myself, I really want to do that. Oh dude. Yeah. You were describing that to me. I'm like, that sounds heavenly. I would love to just disappear for a, a month or so. I feel like the world read. gave us that. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's I, a lot of, I mean, there's, there's a lot of bad stuff going on in the world right now. For sure. I don't want people to take this, like that little segment of me saying, I'm happy this happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not happy at this at all. Yeah. There's, but there is a positive and a silver lining here. Right. And yeah, I even, 
even though we're in this time, I, I have a textbook on my shelf right now that I've been re- meaning to read for a long time, but it's, yeah, like I have uh, Affect Imagery Consciousness by Sylvan S. Tompkins on my shelf. It was a $100 book for volumes one and two, and I've been really wanting to read it, but it's so dense. It's not something that I can just kind of read willy-nilly. Yeah. I need to take the time to read it, and I want to, but I'm also working on several other projects. Like even this weekend, I'm going to be pretty much working today, yeah. all day on other stuff it's saturday and fernando and i started recording at 9 a.m so i've I've been up since seven starting this podcast and i have three other business things i have to get to today just for my own personal side projects we're kind of same yeah (laughs) for sure but i mean and that's a good thing because we have the time to really focus on that and those are and that's prioritizing because yes i want to read that textbook but it's more important for me. I've decided it's more important for me right now to take action on accomplishing some things that have been on my plate for a while. 